a fast Mandalorian fans. This is Captain. What's his name? Pirate King Gorian Shards, men. <laughs> Gorian Shot. Gor- no, not Gorian Shot. Oh, he's derailed it already. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> Gorian Shard follows through on his on his threats. Let me be, let me be very clear about that. You don't want to be standing behind Gorian Shard when he follows through on one of his threats, Mandalorian. Fair. Maybe that's what the helmet's for. Blocks out the smell. This is the Hello, way. This is the way. <laughs> <This> is the <laughs> way. <laughs> Damn it, you beat me. Just it. Beat me by one second. Hello, Pod. I'm Chris Hewitt. And welcome. Oh, my God. Hel- welcome. Help. 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 <laughs> Hello, Pod. I'm Chris Hewitt. And help. Uh, welcome to the first in our series of Mandalorian Season 3 spoiler specials. We're back on the weekly beat, folks, after doing that weird thing. When all that prestige peak TV coincided, when was it? October, November, September? Mm. Yeah. There was She-Hulk and Andor, which I completely watched to the end. And there was the Lord of the Rings show. That one. The House Game of the, of the Thrones show and all that sort of stuff. And we decided to do episodes dedicated to the first couple of episodes and the last couple of episodes. And then the middle thing in between. And it was fine as it went. But, you know, we missed the weekly buzz of chatting about Mandalorian, the Mandalorian, as he is known to his friends. Oh, I'm not doing it again. I'm not doing it again. <laughs> Mouth trumpet. Yeah. We, we derailed the Woman King. We did. Somehow the Woman King spoiler special that we did here yesterday, me, Amon and Kalechi, uh, was derailed. We did an incomplete rendition of the Mandalorian theme tune. <laughs> we did it on the regular pod. We did it on the regular pod. And uh, it's just one of those things, once I hear those opening bars, oh, don't, Sophie, don't. Help me. (laughs) (laughs) This is a cry for help. Okay, we're not going to do it. Stop, 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 stop. Everyone stop. No, we actually have to do the Mandalorian spoiler special. We have to talk about it and we don't have a lot of time. No, we don't. Today, today, because I've got to go off and get uh, yet another part to fix a droid. (laughs) I've got a new side quest. (laughs) Mando's got a new side quest, everybody. I'm very, very excited about that. (laughs) Um, uh, But yes, The Mandalorian Season 3 debuted today on Disney+. Plus. It is back, back, back. Chapter 17, The Apostate. Uh, sees the debut, the glorious debut of Pirate King oh, Gorian Shard, uh, aka Davy Jones. Davy Jones Locker. It's Shan. Shard, isn't it? It's a Shand. If I got Shand? it completely wrong, I don't know. But no, it was Shard. very much Shard. like. Uh, Look at that. The subtitles. I've got it on my phone. Oh, okay. okay. Pirate King Gorian. Don't believe Shard. in ghost stories, Miss Swan. You're in one. <laughs> it, was a, it was a little sub Pirates of the Caribbean, wasn't it? Oh, come on now. And also, like, what was going on with? Pirate King shots. Can, like can I introduce you first? Go on. Oh, I know convention <laughs> dictates that I have to introduce the people that I'm talking to. Oh Lord, uh, James Dyer's here. Hello, Hello James. Uh, how are you? I am uh, well. I am the way. I am the way. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I am the way. Sophie Butcher is here, freshly introduced to the world of the the Mandalorian. Uh, hey. Hey. Yes. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Good, good, good. Um, don't shout with me if I don't know Star Wars things. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ, Sophie! I'm sorry. You are. You have betrayed the creed, and now you, you are have. yourself an apostate. <laughs> yeah. 
Don't worry, if you can get me a new pair of AirPods, because they're, they're a bit crackly these days, you know, that's your side quest. If you can go out and get right. me a new pair of AirPods, they're about 250 quid, so it's fine. <laughs> I'm sure you can claim it back. Then then you will be redeemed. bathe in the waters of the Apple Store, <laughs> yeah. and you will be redeemed. Okay. Uh, anyway, yes, so the episode came back, chapter 17, the first episode of season three, seven more to go. And uh, I was just very, very... I was very, very happy because there, there have been mixed reports on the Empire WhatsApp today. Some people really loved it. Ben Travis, who has been cut down, cut down in his prime, bless him, by the Dread Cove. Mm. Uh, or maybe Pirate King Gory yeah. Shard. <laughs> <laughs> One of the two. Uh, he can't be here, which is, which is very, very sad. But he loved it. Some other people were less enthused. But, but not as unenthused as they were about the book of Boba Fett. And if you get that way, James Dyer, I'm going to kick you out of this podcast. No, I'm not going full Boba Fett on this. I was just a little disappointed because I was properly psyched about the return of Mando. Partly because they did a, a pop-up Mando experience that Sophie and Ben and I went down to at Piccadilly Circus. Is this um, Mando or Michael Mando who <laughs> plays Nacho in Better Call Saul? Yeah, basically that. Uh, but they had they had a nachos. forge there. Nachos, love nachos. <laughs> they were forging Beskar like little things for you and yeah. there was a photo experience and there was like a rock band playing rock covers the Mando theme and it got me really psyched and then this episode which is you know all filler no killer and it just felt a bit like oh really this is how we're going to open all filler no killer that yeah. storm's yeah. harsh to me five minute protracted battle scene in which they fight the world's biggest crocodile. <clears throat> <laughs> which is, which is, I have to say, a terrible sequence. What? Um, okay, look, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it now. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna say the sequence I thought you were referring to there was the the space battle because I thought we've not had a good space battle in a while. I rather enjoyed the space battle and the sort of like you know hide and seek, you know, where Mando goes full predator and comes out and gets them and then disappears into the jungle and then comes back and kills another one. I really enjoyed that. The crocodile sequence was just fucking stupid, and the reason why is because oh. a giant crocodile comes out of the water. Your options are A, leave the wild animal alone and go back into your cave, everyone's fine, or C, continue to fight said prehistoric behemoth with weapons that are clearly ineffectual, showing how useless you all are and being thrown around like, like sort of some sort of Buster Keaton movie. And I was just like, this, no. is, this sequence what? is terrible. No. I think Make you're it all stop. simplifying. They were just meant to just go back in the... Do you think that you just... Sorry, Mr. Croc, just wait a second. Yeah. We're just going to go back in our just cave. Just run back in the cave. You hang out. Yes. Right, yeah. Well, he's not going to chase him in the cave. He was too big. He, he launched out of the sea. This I mean, is a fundamental misunderstanding of the creed of the children of the Watch, if that is indeed their name. What, I'm not kill all sure. wild animals? Yes. They're furious about it. Uh, they're and, a bit and, like Don Jr. Right. They want a picture with the corpse. <laughs> yes, they do. Yes. <laughs> Uh, I don't think we're on the. Uh, I don't think we're meant to be rooting for them uh, ultimately in the long run. But no, I, I think that they, you know, they were they were having their sacred ceremony. And it was interrupted by Captain Scaly Dickhead, yeah. and they decided to to have a go. I was um, quite confused by the opening scene because it's the armor, obviously, and we last saw her on the ship, Donna what ship, uh, in Boba Fett. Watched the Boba Fett episodes as well. I've okay. really done my homework, guys. I'm so sorry. I know, <laughs> but but thank you for doing. <laughs> the that. last one last night was really terrible, but I made it through. Um, and then there was this little boy, and I, I, for a weird moment, I thought it was a flashback, and yeah, it was young so did I. Din. Yeah, did yes. anyone else think? All oh, right, I think that was I'm glad, Okay, that's it's very deliberate. Right, okay. I wasn't sure if I just. I have spoken to Favs, but not specifically about this episode. I had not seen this episode before speaking to Favs mm. last week. Uh, so, um, but yeah, I, th I think that this was absolutely, because I thought, oh, this is a flashback. Yeah. But why is the helmet different? Because the helmet is very different. So maybe he upgraded well, kid's his helmet, helmet you know. in the way that, you know, he upgraded. Yeah. Upgraded yes, all and I thought the armor. same thing. Then yeah. I was like, why would it be the same armor 
then I was like, the age was confusing me. So it obviously it made sense. Like, oh, we don't know that wasn't how, a flashback. Because we've never seen her face. No. We don't know how old she is. No. We yeah. don't, you know, and we don't know how Mandalore's age. You know, yeah. she could be, she could be you know, in her early hundreds and still be totally fine. Uh, but yeah, I thought it was, I, I, I like that sequence because of that. Because of that. And also I thought it was pretty cool seeing a whole bunch of Mandalorians Mm. kick or try to kick some but, ass. But they, they had big Boba Fett at the beginning of Return of the Jedi energy where they're just like blundering into things and falling over and just being a bit shit. I don't think they, I don't think they were. I think they, they very, very quickly fashioned a strategy. Pav Fizzler, you know, says, take to the sky. They yeah. take to the sky. And that and worked well, didn't it? it? It did work well. It did they work were, well. It, the thing it, just shrugged it how, off. I liked how it was shot though. There was, it was The camera was like on him, wasn't it, when yeah. he... If, when, if, they, when they blow it up, yeah. If yeah. Din and Grogu hadn't turned up, they'd all be fucking pancakes. They would not but that be pancakes. Was, no, but also that was kind of the point, right? Like, that the he apostate in, turned up and, and Yeah, he's been ousted from this community, yeah. but he's the one who saves them. And they're so utterly dogmatic. They're so yeah. wedded to their ways that they're not going to go down the cave and let the crocodile faff around for a bit. <laughs> Before they're, getting bored and leaving. Yeah, they're yeah. going to fight. Ultimately, that's what Fight. they're going to do. Yes, yes, I'm with you on that. <laughs> of course, there's a grand and glorious tradition in Star Wars of just killing innocent creatures <laughs> just because they're, you know, they're trying to do what creatures do, which is eat things. Eat the things. Yes. You could say this about any fight scene, like, why didn't they just go home? You could say that about literally anything in any film, any fight scene. Have you met James Dyer? I don't. No, I, see, I, don't I disagree. Know. I think if you're, you're in the Everglades, you're in the Everglades, criticism. right? You're fishing in the Everglades. Crocodile, like, alligator, not crocodile, sorry, wrong place. Alligator comes out of the water in the, in, in the Everglades and snaps at you. Do you, A, walk away until the alligator finds something else to do, or B, rally a local militia and hunt it down until death? Walk away. Yeah. Just walk away. Walk away from Just the alligator. Just be like, oh no. Hop away. I'm, I'm, choo- I'm not choosing violence today, crocodile. Yeah. I don't, you know. And also, what if it was giant? This is a non-argument. I think <laughs> this is a terrible criticism of James <laughs> There was a cave right there. But he could have got in the cave. He was a huge, great crocodile. He could have got his snout in there. His snout, they, yeah. They go and land. He could have had an army of little crocodiles. <laughs> Hang on, we're now inventing minions, like what, sub-bosses <laughs> to go with the main boss. Kevin, Stewart, quickly get in there. Banana, 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 banana. Is that what the minions do? Yeah, basically. Yeah. Okay. Banana. Banana. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> All right. That's my minions. <laughs> Sorry. So. <laughs> oh, God. This, is, this has uh, gone very off the rails. However, however, just to counterpoint my issues with the crocodile sequence, I very much enjoyed the space battle, mm. even if space pirates were rubbish. Yes, they, they were rubbish. They yeah. were they were rubbish. Um, I, I, I wasn't wild about the space I'm pirates. Sorry. Siri's apologising. Siri's apologising. Sorry for James' terrible opinion. (laughs) I'm so sorry. I'm to the church bus. You've got your very own Friday. It's true. Yeah. (laughs) Kerry Condon is no longer available. (laughs) She's like, no, fuck that shit. She's trapped in James's. I have a BAFTA. I may have an Oscar soon. I am out of (laughs) here. Thank God Tony Stark's dead. Spoilers for Avengers Endgame. Uh, Anyway, I like this episode. I like this episode because it just felt like a warm, soothing uh, bathe in the <sighs> in the, in the, in the mines of, of Mandalore. <laughs> Which, if everyone anyone's curious, it's like, oh yeah, it's right below the Civic Center. It's like what <laughs> it left at Nando's, right down the road. Like, what kind of directions are these? <laughs> it's like, hell. I didn't think that. Also, he walks in and she's just like there with her leg up and yeah. her helmet. Has she been? How long has she been sat there waiting? Oh, for him? you know, she saw him coming and ran and was like posing perfectly for when he came in. I was like, <laughs> oh, dim. Oh, I, I didn't see you. They yes. left oh, me. You've interrupted my family. Me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I do think about that sometimes. You know, all these all these movies where you have your evil overlord sitting on the throne. It's like a is uncomfortable. There's no yeah. There's no cushion. There's no padding on that throne. Sooner or later, she's going to get piles. <laughs> 
She is. It's fair. That's just, that's just a fact. That armor's very well padded, maybe. Yeah, maybe yeah. it is. But mm. also, it's a bit like, and this is one of my, my things about uh, Glass Onion, right? So, Miles Braun sends all his staff away. That's a big plot point in that movie. Not to spoil Glass Onion too much, but he sends all his staff away from his island. And then there's a lavish meal for his guests. Uh, who prepared it? Deliveroo. Who, pre- who prepared it? Ryan Johnson, if you're listening to this, and I know you are. <laughs> I want answers, God damn it. But this is the thing, like if she's if everyone's left her, yeah. she's in this massive castle. She's not turned on the heat because energy prices are far too high. Cosy living. So, yeah. yeah. Cosy living. And you know <laughs> she's popped out of the shops. But yeah, there, there are no shops as far as I can see. There's not a he goes, That's a Mandalorian castle. He doesn't go, That's a Mandalorian Aldi. He doesn't he doesn't do that. <laughs> Mandalorian Civic Center. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I love the idea of that's the Mandalorian Leisure Centre <laughs> oh my god you know like how is she living is basically what I want to know I think she's given up on her dream quite easily no she well thought she was very con- well, we don't see the, the, the back and forth no. with her fellow Mandalorians that they might have just gone it might have been like a whole argy-bargy. We don't, we don't know. We don't know. I also, the other thing is, like, does Mando, like, he has been informed that he's basically been sort of, like, sucked into a cult, right, like, at this point. Like, he knows. He knows. I'm very disappointed in Mando. I have to yeah. say. I'm not I, sure, like, she she called him a zealot, didn't she, Borkatan, when she met him and Yeah, and she's mentioned you're a child of the watch and all that. But does, is he really, like, fully outside of it? I'm not he's sure. Like, there are very fine people on both sides. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> it's a bit like that. when you're in a cult and you meet people from your race who are not in the cult, do you not ask questions? Yeah, like you think. Like, he's had his eyes opened to the other way. Yeah. But he, again, mm. there's that word, he's so dogmatic uh, and he's yeah. so wedded to the principles that he was brought up on. And I can see that. It takes a while to deprogram. It well, takes a while yeah. to, to come to terms with other points of view but I am a little bit disappointed that he took his helmet off at the end of of season 2 at the, chapter 16 the rescue and then it, you know according to Favs there's been a, John Favreau to his friends uh, there's been a <laughs> two year gap between that and and this okay. which explains why you know Grief Karga uh, you know it's now got this beautiful mm. white goatee and now he's the high ambassador and with robe why, droids with robe droids and explains why Cara Dune died on the way back to her home planet and <laughs> I very much <laughs> Marshal Dune was recruited by special forces presumably to storm the capital on Coruscant mm. but that's because she was uh, she was very much MAGA wasn't she she was very much make Alderaan great again that's right <laughs> oh god <laughs> although, although her, her campaign <laughs> how, how have you been sitting on that ever since she started tweeting <laughs> <laughs> Literally. He thought that's a great oh, no. next Mandalorian Sophie, special. That's a great joke. Sophie, bless you for thinking I do anything <laughs> other than live in the moment. Um, you know, but uh, or or peace all drawn back together again would be a much better way of doing it. Yeah, I, I, I found a bed. <laughs> <laughs> I think this was a civic center. <laughs> Just stick it back together with a bit of glue. So there has been a time jump. It's been a two-year time jump during which time he has gone back and brought Grogu back into his life, or Grogu has chosen to return. Oh. To the bosom of his dad, which yeah. is which is lovely, and you know, it gives me all the feels. Um, but in that time, he doesn't seem to have grown. It's very much Marge, my yeah. friend. I haven't learned a thing, and you know, I was hoping that he might be a little bit more like, "Hey, you guys, you shot you showed me the way, and the way isn't cool. And I've had my helmet off, and it's great. You can feel the wind in your face. <laughs> and have you seen my face? By the way, <laughs> it's a nice face. I, I feel." 
Like, yeah. if you've been told your whole life you should never pull your helmet off and then you pull your helmet off, I don't see you going back to a life of no helmet pulling. No, absolutely not. Once you've pulled your helmet off for the first time, that's it. You've, you've uncorked. Yeah, the, the cat's out the bag. Yes, a great cascade of relief. Um, gory and shart all over the place. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> oh. Um, <laughs> Moving on. So, 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 other than that, there feel, felt to me like there might have been a reference in here to the Expanse. Now, I appreciate oh, that I will, I, everything God. for me comes back to the Expanse. This is why I don't do these Star Wars. But podcasts. there is a line Jesus. in here where Grief Garga says the Belters are mining the asteroid field at the edge of the system. I was like, yes, Beltaloda! I was very excited by that. I think that was deliberate. That sounded like a Geordie. Beltaloda! <laughs> Beltaloda! Beltaloda! Yeah. yeah. Julie Beltaluda. Oh, yeah, Beltaludas. Uh, what's happening? That's not Jordy. Let's move on. <laughs> it's Jordy. It's Jordy. Why, hey, man? It's Jordy. No? Why, hey, man? <laughs> it's Julie Beltaluda. <laughs> no? No. No comment. Probably not. Sophie is yeah, that was close Jordy and Jason. You're Jordy and Jason. Jason. I was trying that time. I was just oh. kind of, I was riffing before. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, no, I like this off. episode and all the haters can go hang. James Dyer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I've got, I've got a thing. So, Mandalorian, the way... However, the way of the Mandalorian, or certainly the way of our Mandalorian, is very much the Eastwood way, the lone gunman way, the Western way, the kind of like, you know, economy of words way. He is not an Arnie-esque zing machine. <laughs> and then talk about losing, uh, using your head. Like, that is a terrible line for Mando. Like, he I is not. It. No, he's not oh, a cheesemonger. Like, I'm fine with no, Arnie saying stuff like he's that. He's a Mandalorian. He's a bounty hunter. <laughs> but he has At been... no point has he munged any cheese. <laughs> he has been known to start, start dropping these one liners, though. As it went on, because I remember saying to Ben, like, he's ta- he's getting too chatty, man. He's talking too much. <laughs> I like the Kathy. mystery. Like, don't 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 be too chatty. Yeah, it's I purely d- belter. I didn't I didn't like the gag. Purely belter. I like the gag. <laughs> purely belter. I like the gag. I think the uh, the gag was good because the gag, unlike his return to the principles of the Children of the Watch, uh, that is their name, isn't it? No, it's the it's it's not the night watch, is it? The death watch, is it? Death watch. No, it's the but they, he keeps. Oh, she says she, she says, says you're watch. a child of the watch, but she means the, the death watch. watch. Yeah, yeah, not the watch, not the dreadful Vince Vaughn film. <laughs> no, uh, yes, no or the night's it. watch. Yes. Anyway, he's gone back to that, uh, but I thought the the cheesy one liner showed a bit of growth. No. Grow, grow. Grow growth, growth, growth grew. No, I know, no. Uh, but I thought it showed a bit of growth uh, on his part. So Bad maybe growth. he's going to be a bit more grip, a bit more quippy as uh, as time wears on. Well, let's hope his pun game improves. <laughs> I thought it was pretty good. Weak Mainly source. because I was, was thinking the exact same thing, and then he said, it. <laughs> "Here is the zero now, plain zero. Like, it's not god level punning, is it? <laughs> uh, maybe he goes to the civic center and rolls yeah. on the creative writing yeah. course Perhaps. for a few weeks. You know, he'll, he be, does. he'll be totally fine. I also, uh, I also preempted in my head the line whenever he repairs IG Eleven, and IG Eleven starts going terminate, terminate, terminate the asset, terminate the asset. Mm. Why? Why uh, is IG Eleven suddenly Doctor William Weir? <laughs> Terminate, terminate the asset. Do you see? Do yeah. you see? Well, it's because if I do, if I do kiwi, if I do kiwi, I can either only do <laughs> Sam Neil or what, Richard Taylor. <laughs> Richard Taylor. <laughs> and if I do Richard Taylor, <laughs> if I do Richard Taylor going terminate the asset, terminate the asset. Then it's like a Dalek, yeah. and nobody wants that. <laughs> so anyway, I mean, so he 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 goes. Um, so you know, IG Eleven's going to terminate the asset. Do you say? Oh, okay, new crew. Now she has us. <laughs> uh. 
<laughs> Where we are going, we don't need droids to see. This yes. is the way. I don't know <laughs> the most. This is the way. This is the way. Yes. Uh, and then whenever they've re-terminated IG-11, which is a moment that made me laugh out loud, where they just crush his head again. Yeah. <laughs> a better gag might have been busted. Because <laughs> it was bust. Mm. I guess I he's mean... passed his statue of limitations. <laughs> you're passing out. real judgment for the, <laughs> yeah. the puns that you're coming out with. Like <laughs> Busted. Um, yeah. Anyway, then, um, then, <laughs> then, uh, then Mando, who is absolutely on the ball in this episode, goes... He must have returned to his original programming. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Thanks, Mando. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And then Grief Cargo goes, goes you, you think? think? <laughs> <laughs> and I preempted that in my head, so when, I've co-written this episode. Well done. But Mando, who does not trust droids, decides to trust this one droid who had originally tried to kill him. And then when this droid yeah. goes completely berserk, instead of and going to like a radio shack or something and getting one of the many other droids available, he says, no, this one that has now just tried to kill the child Again, <laughs> I'm going to go out of my way to do a ridiculous side quest to get a fucking circuit board to fix it. I mean, come I, on. Isn't I the whole Mando. point of him picking that one is because he, he'd he been changed, his programming had been changed and he was on yeah. the side and then it wakes up and his programming's back to normal and but he's still goes full sticking. T-800 at the end yeah. of the original Terminator. Then I would yeah. have gone, well, you know what? That, that, droid, that droid is fucked. Yes. This, this ship is fucked. This droid we, is fucked. Yeah. Go we, full Pertwee. Because he needs a droid to help him navigate around Mandalore are we clear on, are we clear on why that just sort of like well because once you get to the civic to... centre it gets a bit naughty in the right. back alley right so. need a sat nav a walking sat nav <laughs> there are three frets within <laughs> yeah. distance yeah, it's very hard to tell them apart yeah. <laughs> Bo-Katan goes uh, so turn left at the pret it's like which pret which pret mm. and IG-11 goes I know which pret to go to <laughs> this is the way is that what it's sat nav this said? is the way not that way this is the way <laughs> a Mandalorian sat nav why hasn't that been made oh that is amazing this must right. happen I'm coining that right, idea. Yeah. That's mine. Pedro Pascal, record, record a. T- yeah. Is Tom Tom still this a thing? I don't know. Record a voice for Tom it. Tom <laughs> What? What? I don't think that is a thing, is it? <laughs> I'm patenting a Mandalorian sat nav. It just says, this is the way at every turn. <laughs> every single turn. <laughs> Oh dear, I drove into river. Why? I that, trusted my Mandalorian sat nav. That's not the way. <laughs> this is the way. I've done it again. This is the way. Can't stop doing it. Mm. A Grogu sat nav would be fucking useless. Yeah. Just mm. cooing, Aww. cooing contentedly whenever you come to a, a, a left turn. But it would automatically just transport, just get you there. Yeah. With the power that, of the force. That's the moment when I, when I knew we were back on, on safe ground because I think you know, we all had a bit of a wobble with the Book of Boba Fett, right? I think we all had a bit of a wobble. James? I liked the two Mando episodes. The Mando episodes were great, and that might have been a sign yeah. <laughs> to, to, to <laughs> the creators of the shows. Yeah. Um, the rest of it was rubbish. Yeah. yeah not so great. I think, that, I think there was a big problem with, with Boba Fett himself, but the show itself also had, had problems, had, had issues. And I think it's very interesting that, you know, we're coming at the Star Wars celebration soon, so there might be a big, hey, after this, after Mando season three, we've actually been filming the Book of Boba Fett season two in secret mm. and it's going to come out next Christmas. Mm. That might happen, but I think the fact that we haven't had the, an announcement of a season two at all since that show might indicate that they have kind of realized oh, God, that yeah. it didn't work I think as well. So. Something has just occurred to me and I wonder whether 
some of my issues. Like I said, it's not like I didn't enjoy this episode. I thought it was fine. I just didn't think it was one of the better episodes. But I wonder whether there's an element of recalibration for me, where having sat through the masterpiece that was Andor, a.k.a. Star Wars oh, for Grown Ups. I loved every episode. <laughs> I Indeed. genuinely did. This is what made me love Star Wars. But this is it. Andor. But this is it. I wonder whether, because there's a recalibration here, because Mando is a lot broader by yeah, design. Yeah. And it's the dialogue and the plotting is designed to be accessible to a very broad age range. So it lacks the sophistication that oh, something it, like Andor it, has. It's Lucasian. It's Lucasian. Lucas, uh, it's George yeah, Lucas. it is. Yeah, it is. Mm. It is like that. And I think it, it was a little bit, the storytelling was a little basic and I wonder whether in you know with the absence of anything kind of spectacular or plotty or magical in a Star Wars way like Luke turning up like something spectacular happening like Moff Gideon coming along and doing some dark sabery stuff you know what we were left with was kind of like slightly twee you know space pirates and stuff it's all a bit fun kids are probably going to enjoy it but I just I was left wanting I think maybe that was a lot of yeah. my the issue the space pirates worried me to an extent because there were elements of the space biker gang from oh God. The Boba Fett yeah. um, and they were very very cartoonish and very very over the top and they did but, but I also the think, sons of Anakin <laughs> that's good <laughs> Anakin uh, I think no, no. but I think that Obi-Wan uh, Kenobi Hello, no, 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 no. Uh, I think that the line "a fast Mandalorian" may be my favorite line in all of Star Wars. <laughs> it's just, it's be- there's no excuse. That, for that is the most you can type this shit, but you sure can't say it. <laughs> line I think we've had in the in this new era of Star Wars. I embraced it wholeheartedly. In fact, I embraced the whole episode wholeheartedly. I know it's flimsy. I know there was a lot of filler there. But the moment uh, where <laughs> the moment where Mando swoops in to save the day blows the living shit out of that innocent creature that's just going about his day, <laughs> yeah. doing his business, being at the top of the food chain, as it is, blows the living shit out of it, and then he lands. He's still, I, I think, fairly incompatible with living day-to-day fighter. I still don't Absolutely. know how he sleep in that thing, but anyway, we'll get to that. He lands, he turns his head towards him, and then Grogu pops his head up in his little dome, and turns and looks at all the other Mandalorians and gives a big hmm. Grogu grin, and then it cuts to the title card. And I was like, I you, am you home. don't care. You don't care. Once I'm he's home. there, once the baby's there, you don't like, care. Exactly. Like Dr. William Weir, I am home. And I, <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. And then from that moment on, yeah, we get a, a you know, a, a, a fairly interesting sequence with, with, uh, with Carl Weathers. That's Grief Cargo. I do like Grief Cargo. I like I've got a lot Karga. of time for Grief Cargo. What is love if not Grief Cargo, Persephone? <laughs> That's it. That's it. I loved his little robe droids. I thought they were great. Utterly pointless and completely absurd, but brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. He has shown a real flair for administration. <laughs> 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 I like the fact also that the whole of the planet has now turned into what appears to be the kind of the beginning of the Magic Kingdom at Disneyland. Like it's all become very sanitized. <laughs> yeah. And it's like the IG11 is like the Walt Disney statue at the front in front of fucking Sleeping Beauty's <laughs> castle. And it's like, wow. Pipes and... we're, we're at the Magic Kingdom. This is nice. Yeah. Yeah. I, I quite like that. Yeah. <laughs> you have to be this high. To, yeah, you must be this high <laughs> yeah. to, uh, to ride on the Mandalorian. No, steady. I beg your pardon. Yeah. Uh, anyway, to remove yes. his helmet. But uh, he does. He gets a he gets a new side quest. He gets kind of a couple of quests. So we know he wants to bathe in the living waters of to have a bath. So, yeah. so just to be clear, the stakes <laughs> of this season so far are he's, Mando needs a bath. He's had no, he that needs... armor on a long time, you know. <laughs> he must pong. He really must pong. He needs a so bath beneath the needs, Civic Center. He needs a bath, and he needs a new part for a droid. 
and that's that. And mm. then rather than go straight, you go, I must go. <laughs> Everyone's talking about the weird this week. We must go. We must go to Mandalore. <laughs> so he, he goes, I must go to Mandalore. And she's like, oh, the plant's been turned to glass. And rather than... Glass? Just, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Who gives a shit about glass? <laughs> I, I, I think you may... James Dyer may not exist anymore. He's just, this he's just, just be, a machine pumping out. I am actually ChatGPT. And it's just like, <laughs> do your rendition ChatGPT of an annoying podcast persona. I mean, it's just like a soundboard. Chat, chat GPT. <laughs> Get banged, GPT. Um, that's a reference. That's a reference. Thank you. Wow. Sophie got that. That's good. I did not. I got it. Um, anyway, anyway, so James, if you can refrain from just throwing out pop culture references, I'm trying to make a point. That would be really, really lovely. Uh, so rather than just disprove the armor wrong or prove the armor wrong by, wrong. by immediately flying to Mandalore and going, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> rather than flying straight to Mandalore and going look I've been there I've been and it's actually alright <laughs> and, and then coming straight back again but then I guess the season's over isn't it yeah yeah. Mm. I have to say I agree like um, so I'm not I'm not a big Star Wars girl but I watched Andor because everyone said it was great and loved it and then watched this in the build up to season 3 because everyone said how good it was and it does feel vastly inconsequential to Andor like it's much broader that's a good way to describe it him going off on little adventures it's kind of like an adventure of the week in a lot of ways mm. some of the episodes already stand out for me but a lot of them are just fine this one is no more or less fine than the rest of the fine ones and it is much lighter mm. and this was one of those for me but I think you get so emotionally attached to Grogu so fast I can't explain how fast I was attached to him that it really carries you through. So I like that we had a lot of him spinning in this around. episode. If, if spinning in his here. chair. Yeah, spinning in his chair, using the force to steal M&Ms, yeah. and then lots of hugging Grogu, which mm. frankly is problematic in so many levels, but fine. Hugging? Who, who's well, he hugging? When he picked up Babu Frick. The, yeah. Oh, when he I picked see. up Jan yeah. Boundaries, thing. personal space. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Consent, Grogu. Right. Yeah. Uh, really cute they're, though they're so cute they're so cute and none of those are actual Babu Frick right well this is what's the timeline here so Ben's Babu, dying to know we don't know they're all he Anzellans thinks, he but, thinks the main one is Babu Frick I well, think. Ben, I think, ben thinks all Anzellans look alike and, and I'm not having any of that I think no no all no distinct. he was telling me about the physical differences that makes him why he thinks it's actual Babu Frick Listen, okay. he's probably writing a piece for the website right now okay. <laughs> the, subti- the subtitles which I have on oh. uh, which really helps uh, did not identify mm. any of those Anzellans as Babu Frick so therefore I think if they're, if that had been Babu Frick I mean they're all voiced well, by Shirley Sh- Henderson yeah. Yeah. Shirley Henderson voiced all of them Yeah, but it does say just Anselin voices okay. Shirley Henderson in the credits at the end it doesn't say Babu Frick mm. so maybe maybe this is another side quest that you know they'll lead us to Babu Frick and there'll be a whole lot of fricking going on uh, at some point in the show you're fricking gorgeous you're fricking gorgeous beautiful <laughs> beautiful <laughs> It's breakfast, lunch, lunch and dinner. dinner. Oh, God. God, you're both saying the same thing now. We spent far too much time together. As an outsider in this, it's a lot. James and Chris became sentient at 1631 on March 1st, 2023. <laughs> but Sophie, you liked it. Just to, yeah, get, let's get back to the show. I thought it was okay. I needed to step up a gear for me to love it. I mean, it's, it's the thing that... You know, the last episode 
a couple of episodes we saw Manda win, the episode of Boba Fett where it kind of just goes, who's Boba Fett? And then cuts <laughs> to Mando for an entire episode. Mm. That was great. And then it was like Mando and Grogu and that, was, that yeah. was all fantastic. But the last time we saw Mando and Grogu together in this show was obviously chapter 16, The Rescue. I do... I, I watching that episode again, especially on the big screen, because we did that thing with with John Favreau last yeah, week. That was amazing. That just for me, and I realize I haven't seen all of Andor yet. I'm, it's on my list. It's on my list. But that for me is the best single slice of Star Wars since Star Wars came back in 2015. Now, yeah, yeah, and it's just incredible. Everything about it is great, with the exception of that terrifying dead-eyed Luke Skywalker, but. As we saw in the in book by Boba Fett, they fixed that already. So much better, yeah, mm. in the second one. I mean, I disagree with your. <laughs> I know, but yeah, I haven't seen Views Andor, on... so I'm not going to throw Andor. In, well, no, but... not just that, but just obviously, I love Force Awakens, and I especially have a great deal of respect for and Last uh, Jedi is great. The Last Jedi, but I think I think there, there's there's pure, just unadulterated Star Wars vibes from that episode, mm. and there's some great pulp stuff, you know, with the dark troopers and the, the pounding score and it, and you know everything with Luke showing up is great, yeah. and you know, and the emotion of the the farewell. And there are stakes. There the are big stakes. The actual the stakes. Fight beyond, between him and Moff Gideon is yeah. so yeah. good. Beyond having a bath, there yeah, are actual yeah. stakes. Which it feels like there aren't always in Mandalorian. Well, this thing, like we can all get on board with. We want to get Grogu back, right? Like we, we want to rescue Grogu. We're going to get Grogu back. Like we have to save Grogu. Those are stakes here. There are no stakes beyond the fact that they need the Mandalorian to have a reason to keep his helmet on because Pedro Pascal absolutely is on set and is entirely in the armor at all times, and it's not just a voice role. But you've seen TV shows. <laughs> I'm not going to lay out the whole thing in season in episode one. No, I'm know, just saying. I'm sure there will be more to it, and they will go back to Mandalore, and there'll be all sorts of Mandalorian politics, and and he'll he'll recruit Bo-Katan. Bo Selector or... will be back, and yes. you know they'll be doing all that. It'll be fine. She'll she'll realize that they're, you know this is the way after all. She'll yep. show up. She'll help him out. There'll be some sort of thing about Mandalore, and they'll get there, and it actually will be you know, not what they thought. There'd be some sort of great big lie about Mandalore mm. or, or something like that. Yes, because that's, that's all his cult gave up on Mandalore long before the purge, oh. which was a loaded sentence. Okay, that's interesting. Mm. That's very interesting. And of course, seeing as you and I are both utterly fluent in the blah blah, we know all about the purge of Mandalore and exactly how this relates to the purge of Mandalore and his cult. And the thing is, I would tell you a great length about the Purge of Mandalore and how this relates to the Mandalorian, but we only have a few minutes left. Yeah. So we don't really have time to get into it. We don't have time, but no. it is on Disney Plus and Wikipedia if you want to catch up on that sort of <laughs> stuff, guys. I'm not here to hold your hands through everything. So needless to say, some pretty heavy shit went down. Yeah, it did. And some of the characters in this show may or may not have been involved with it. Yeah. Who I mean, who knew when you were watching the Purge that the Purge originated on Mandalorian? Yes. Mandalorian? Mandaloria. Mandalore? Mandalore. That's the one. Yeah. The Purge. The first. Man- the first Man- Purge. Mandalore. Yes. Mm. I, I totally watched that, by the way. Yeah, me too. I would absolutely watch that. Uh, so, um, when Mando gets to Dave Navarro and he catches up with Grief Karga, uh, Grief fills him in very, and the audience very, very helpfully, as we've discussed already. Cara Dune um, died of terrible opinions and <laughs> on the way back to her, <laughs> to her, to her home planet. Um, so that, that wasn't great uh, for her. But they also filled it in on, on Moff Gideon. Uh, and what happened to Moff Gideon? Well, he booked two other shows. <laughs> it's, basically, it's basically what happened with what him. What did they say happened to him? I think I, I he was on trial, that. right? Yeah, he was brought to some sort of war tribunal, uh, a New Republic war tribunal, and they shrugged their shoulders at it to say, "Oh, well, he's going to get out, isn't he? He's going to be 
he's going to be the bad guy. Uh, but what I thought was interesting about this episode, apart from the stuff we talked about already, was that, you know, Mando has the Darksaber. Mm. But it didn't make a point of, like, him showing it off or showing his prowess and how he's got better at wielding the Darksaber since the last if time. If indeed he has. If indeed he has, he might still be fucking useless at it. <laughs> um, but I thought that was that was really interesting. So, and, and Bo-Katan says, you know, you go back, you lead them, you've got the Darksaber, they'll listen to any idiot. And let's be honest, Mando is an idiot. <laughs> uh, lovable idiot, great face, but an idiot nonetheless. <laughs> so do you think that's where this show is going ultimately, that he is going to become the figurehead of the Mandalore I, I mean, people. look, obviously I know the answer to this because I've watched the blur blur, but I don't understand how bo loses all of her supporters because she doesn't have a sword. Mm-hmm. I feel like they have, they have an agenda. They have a political agenda to retake their home planet, which seems like something you could probably get on board with, sword or no sword. Because she didn't have the sword before. Right. She had everyone... I suppose she had the potential to get the sword. Yeah, but now she, the sword still has, she still uh, yeah. has the potential to get the sword. She has to kill Mando, though, doesn't yeah. she? She has to challenge him. And when yeah. went back in combat, and she shows no appetite to do so. No, because no, she gets spanked. I beg your pardon. Not I mean, in a sexy way, like in a, in a in a bad way. Mm. Okay, all right. Not making do you it think better. She would? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's mad uh, though. Maybe not. Yeah. Did we not see her episode in season two? She's pretty yeah. badass. She's pretty badass. And he's rubbish with that dark saber. He is. That, that's a fair point. He's genuinely rubbish with the dark saber. Has he got any more of those whistling thingies left? <laughs> Like he seems to have a never-ending supply. Yeah, of them. he's like, like little... on fat. And well, he can't get any more now, can he? Because the armor has cut him off. He's been barred. I beg your pardon. He's excommunicado. He is. There's a uh, <laughs> there's a big bounty <laughs> on his head. <laughs> All those girls with tattoos have written. That's <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, one thing that I'm conscious of, and I don't want to keep conscious. happening, is um, <laughs> so I. <laughs> so you're allowed to do it. Are I'm just you? ignoring it. So I unfortunately <laughs> sat through the finale of Boba Fett last night. Which um, I'm so sorry. Are you okay? God, that was terrible. It felt. Were like you riding a rancor long. at any point? I I wanted to. <laughs> I wanted to smash my own TV with a rancor. Um, but like, it's kind of getting in that pattern of Grogu turn. Like they're fighting something. They're outnumbered. They're overpowered. Grogu turns up, lifts his adorable little fingers, <laughs> and um, it's solved. It goes away. Yeah. He wins for them. And I don't want it to just. It feels like it's going to be that. I don't want it that to keep think, repeating. That's well, there's a bit, a bit of that old. in the trailer, isn't there? He does yeah, it again. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's going to do something. But, but which, there's that. I know he's like developed his powers when he's been um, training with with Luke and everything. But um, he's got he's got such a personality. I don't want him to just be that. I don't want it to just be that every time. That it feels saying, like every time Mandel's in trouble. Yeah. He gets if you're going to use the force, just use it to steal food. Yeah, I just want to see him steal M and M's and frogs. <laughs> Fav said something interesting at the VIP club event that we did last week. Sign up to the Empire <laughs> VIP club yes. right now for seven ninety nine a month. Uh, access to that or potential access to events like that, other great events, seven ninety nine a month. EmpireOnline.com forward slash VIP. Anyway, Fab said something really interesting because I asked him about where the name Grogu came from and how it just popped into mm. his head, and he said he was looking for a name that would kind of just felt like it fit. But he said something, and I think it was just a throwaway sentence. I'm not sure that I, you know we should read too much into it. But he was saying something like, but it would also be a name that would work if he took the dark path mm. and he became a Darth That Grigu. stood out to me as well. Yeah. And I, I don't know what exactly he meant by that, but we know that Grogu has shown dark tendencies Committing, in the past. like, genocide against the frog people. That's true, but they were really tasty, <laughs> in fairness. Look at them. They're just little glowy. Them. Oh, yum, yum. He was no, no, eating... No, no, no. Fetuses. 
He's a monster. Well, when you put it like that. Uh, but I wonder if there might be, again, that might be part of the larger arc of this. I mean, we've had a lot of discussion on this show about where he is when the the, uh, the sequel trilogy kicks off. Because it's, what, now mm. 25 years to go mm. until Ray and Finn and all those guys. And, you know, frankly, he's a Jedi every bit as powerful as Ray Skywalker. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> where is he? Where is he? Yeah. You know, has he, has he turned bad? He's not. They, they, turned, they turned him away from Luke's Academy, I think, so that he wouldn't get Kylo Rend. So he wouldn't be at the Academy the night that Kylo goes loco. Mm. But it's down, hard, in, isn't down it? in Acapulco. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard, isn't it? Because I don't, I don't like when um, things that come out after something, it's like, well, where were they during that? Like when people are like, well, where were all these Marvel heroes when Thanos was around? Like, we can't possibly, we yes. can't possibly incorporate that all the time, just like let that go. But they've, Consciously, Consciously set it in this like midpoint between the original films and the and the sequels, and like they've done that knowing that point in the timeline, and it feels like they are going to have to explain that. I think I don't always feel like I think, storytellers have to, yeah. but like I think in this case, it feels like they're going to. There's going to be an end point to this. I mean, you know, Favreau has already talked about how he's written season four. Yeah. Which is interesting, but you know, when I when I asked when I interviewed him and Dave Filoni for the magazine uh, about a month or so ago, I was asking him, you know, is there an endpoint? Do you know if there's an endpoint? And they were they were they were playing a bit coy, but I think there will be, and I don't know whether it's still going to be this big crossover thing that they were talking about at one point because we've got all these different shows, Ahsoka and you know, Skeleton Crew and things like that, and whether there is a second season of Boba Fett. Give me a second season, you shits. Um, mm. I don't know. I don't know whether that's going to happen. But just one quick thing from me, and then we'll take a couple of quick listener questions and we've got to wrap this bad boy up. Um, is, you know, put yourself in the shoes of someone who didn't watch the book of Boba Fett. And, you know, you watch... I, I, you I, watch would, I would love to be that the, person. I didn't watch the first half. Yeah. Yeah. If anyone could neuralize us, that'd be tremendous. But... Uh, <laughs> Imagine that your only exposure, you, you don't like Boba Fett, you're like Helen. Let's imagine you're someone like Helen who hates Boba Fett, uh, but isn't professionally obligated to watch that show yeah. and gives it, skips it completely and watches chapter 16. Mando, tearful goodbye to Grogu, takes his helmet off, breaks his, his sacred vows. And you think, oh my God, they've, they've, they've separated. Season three of The Mandalorian is going to be the two of them on different paths, mm. yearning for one another, and it's going to be about Mando, you know, maybe going on some sort of quest yeah. to find Grogu again. And then you skip Boba Fett completely, and you watch this episode, uh, yeah. and suddenly he's like, "What?" Well, yeah. this, what the, this was my big issue with it. I thought the previously on the Mandalorian was bollocks because first of all, they give help, you well, it? they give you the armorer saying something, and then have her repeat exactly the same thing five minutes later. So that was utterly redundant. But then don't show you what happened in the book of Boba Fett which seems insane. Like They needed to pre-see those two episodes in that previously on for people who didn't see it. So, but then it bad Disney Plus. Previously on The Mandalorian, it would have been previously on The Mandalorian. They could, they could have just said previously and just dropped yeah. out to previously in this story. Previously. Previously on. Previously. Do you see what happened in the other episodes? Did you watch the book of Boba Fett? <laughs> oh, dear. But yeah. What I'm saying is I think a lot of people had different opinions mm. of what season three was going to be as opposed to what it is now. So I wonder if maybe that's going to maybe play into people's reactions to this, this episode as well because it was, it was a light 
fun episode placing some of the chess pieces back on the board again and and getting us caught up. A Mandalorian souffle. Absolutely. As we know, souffles are notoriously difficult. Mm. Very, very difficult indeed. Should we have some questions? Sure. Mm -hmm. All right. Ah, Louis Strong. Louis Strong on Twitter. Do you think Grogu might start speaking by the end of the season? What will his first word be? No, I don't want him to. I want him to stay babbling like a baby. Yeah, he won't. Otherwise, it should be. Because then, does he have to have like Yoda's syntax? Speak, I will. You know, I just, mm, I'm not and saying it, Is that hardwired into their species? Mm. Yeah. Or is that something that, you know, he just went to a bad school? <laughs> yes. <laughs> just a funny old quirk that you're. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right. I wonder what he's going to sound like. Do you think he'll sound Frank Ozzy or do you think he'll sound. A lot like Dr. William Weir. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> oh, God. Could be. Uh, Robert Farley Cantona's ghost with Grogu obviously still having a connection to the force do you believe that him observing hyperspace Leviathan's great point I yes, love that sequence. the space squids which is apparently is a bigger oh. story yeah, so the space squids or space whales or whatever you want to call them are apparently relevant to the blur blur and herald the arrival of Ezra Bridger or something like that I don't really understand why because I, I choose I not to divulge that part of the blur blur come on James this is you. I don't know what the. What's the blur blur? The, oh, sorry, Savvy. <laughs> the blur blur is the canonical name for the animated series. So right, Resistance, okay, okay. Rebels, and the Clone Wars, which right. Chris and I have watched through many, many times many and are times. fluent in. I thought many, it many might times. be, but I was just many checking. times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, we did see. Yes, uh, that is the blur blur. Yeah, that's uh, the blur blur. Yeah. I, I love that sequence because it, yeah, yeah, it looked really good. Like, how is he seeing those things? What are those things? Wasn't there something in hyperspace in Solo? As well, wasn't there a creature that they had to get past in hyperspace? Well, that was the thing on the Kessel Run, wasn't it? That was that great big space squid, squiddy monster yeah. thing. So the name of which I absolutely remember. Something like that. Squidward. Or, or is this, you know, have they gone full Lovecraft here? Was he watching it, Cthulhu and the Old Gods? It did feel a bit like the Old Gods, didn't it? There was a Cthulhu-esque vibe to them. Like, Ben called them space whales, but they did look squiddy to me. Mm. Is the idea that um, only Grogu can see them? I don't know. Or, you know, it certainly seemed to intimate that. I mean, uh, the, the Mando wasn't going. No, he wasn't looking out the window, was no. he? He was oh, like maybe... napping. Oh. Just realised I haven't turned my uh, my put my computer on mute. How desperately unprofessional! <laughs> <laughs> I think that's done now. It's good. People sending me emails, so <laughs> wouldn't bother me. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, I think that's I think that's what it is. I mean, Cantonasco says, "Does this mean that Grogu is leaning towards a grey Jedi status?" Is that What's what that? the whales mean? I don't know. Well, I mean, well, well, no, but the fact that he can discern them perhaps means that you know he's obviously in touch with the Force, but perhaps a, a, a darker. Does it mean that? Fo- I don't know. I that's what we're just we're this, asking. Just asking James, questions. Like, this show. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry to interrupt your your stream of pop culture references, uh, but th- on this show we discuss the Mandalorian. Yes, the, I understand. It's a show on Disney Plus. Yes, and, and we Thank theorize you. and well, speculate. No, but it just about feels things. like a leap from Grogu looks out the window and sees space whales to Grogu is evil. That feels like a stretch. Yeah, you know, but, like, it's not like he was going, hello, hello, space whales. Like, oh he wasn't God. trying to talk to them. He was just looking out the out the window. Yeah. <laughs> not sure where we go from there. I'm not sure where we go from any, anything, <laughs> anywhere. Anything James says, I'm always not sure where to That's go from. Fair. Uh, yeah. It would help our trend report of talking to whales, which uh, <laughs> we've had in uh, Avatar and Extrapolations, apparently. Oh, yeah, so a lot of whale talking. Oh, my fucking Christ. What about us, Bakayan? 
Yes. Oh, Pie can. Pie That's him. Pa- pa- he's not papaya. He's not fucking fruit. <laughs> papaya and the whale. <laughs> yes. Papyrus. Papyrus. Yeah, it was Pie can the whale. Pie can. Yeah, Pie can. Pie can. Hi, rise up. You're either a Pie can or a Pie can, and I'm clearly a Pie can. Don't. <laughs> you really oh. you said it up. Oh, I, was, I was like no I could see him I was like trying I to stop him slow motion inevitable <laughs> oh my god it's like arriving on the grassy knoll just seconds before Kennedy gets killed and you know what's trying yeah you're trying to run to stop it happening yeah. but you can't dread me run from me <laughs> uh, we've all paid a toll anyway this might mean that uh, Lee Scorsby is going to show up Oh. If you can't get out of it, get into it. Get into, into it. it. <laughs> David Moran. <laughs> Just in case you don't have any of the pod team available today that are familiar with the animated shows. Oh. Um, excuse me. <laughs> how dare you? How dare you? The space well silhouettes. First of all, how dare you? Are, yes. <laughs> first of all, number one, fuck you. <laughs> Two, how dare you? Three, yeah. Uh, <laughs> the space well silhouettes are important creatures called Pergil. Mm. See, I didn't want to patronize anyone by saying this. Yeah, obviously Uh, I know that. Yeah. They could travel through hyperspace and they played a key role in the Star Wars Rebels finale. You remember Which we remember very well. With bringing Ezra Bridger and um, uh, Thrawn, Grand Admiral Thrawn. I know Grand Admiral Admiral Thrawn because I've actually read the Timothy Zahn novels. There you go. Uh, To location unknown. That's who Ahsoka is looking for. So this could tie in with her upcoming show. She's looking for Thrawn? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, I didn't know that. Uh, Ezra Bridger, I presume. Oh, she's looking for Ezra. Oh, she's yeah. not looking for Thrawn. Uh, why would you look for Thrawn? He's I a big know. prick. He's not. He's he's a you know, he's a, he's a chiz. I beg your pardon. What? He's a chiz. He's a chiz. <laughs> <laughs> why are you saying it that way? <laughs> why are you putting that weird accent <laughs> on the end? As <laughs> he pulls off his helmet, jizz. He's, he's a jizz. jizz. He likes jizz. No, he's he's a chiz. That's the race he is. He's, he's a, chiz. a chiz. But it sounds like chiz. Do you remember the chiz? Yes, I yes, The jizz. <laughs> okay, you're it's just making it sounds now. <laughs> Pirate captain. Bobby jizz. Avast. Oh, Bobby. Avast, you hearties. Tis I, Pirate captain Bobby jizz. <laughs> oh, dearie me. Uh, okay, a couple of last questions. Uh, Foul Shopaholic uh, sent in a number of questions once again before I had watched the episode. So I was, I was watching the um, oh, no. <laughs> the, 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 the uh, notifications pop up on my phone. I was going, no, I had to call my eyes out, uh, which is ironic oh. given who we've been talking yeah. about. <laughs> Save yourselves from hell, aka this podcast. Foul Shopaholic, I recently learned there have been studies about the dangers of cooking with gas. Gas? Who gives a shit about gas? So I was a little concerned for the armorer turning on so many gas burners to make the helmet despite only using one. But then I saw them initiating the young boy in the water where giant crocodiles reside. As an Australian who is more than familiar with the dangers of such reptiles, I'm not surprised that Mandalorians are becoming an extinct species. I mean, they are very stupid. They are deeply, deeply well, stupid. Yeah. As James was stated, yeah. they didn't simply, quote, run back in their cave. Right. End quote. 100%. <laughs> as any sensible person would. Val also asked, does Dave Navarro need to improve his security level when Mando was entering Dave Navarro's airspace? He was asked for his purpose for visiting and he said, just visiting an old friend. 
And then later on, a bunch of pirates arrived. Maybe they need to come up the street. What's your? Please state your business. Welcome to Navarro. What is your business? Pirate business. I'm here to see an old friend. I am. You land lovers. You think you're in Navarro, Miss Swan? We're here to terrorize. Who terrorizes? Oh, come on in. Uh, and the last one from <laughs> okay. Shopaholic. You're in. Uh, I am now adding Din Djarin fixing IG11 to my list of hot guys fixing or building things. The others being Henry Cavill <laughs> the PC. building a computer yeah. and Hawkeye building trick arrows. I mean, I'm sure he's done hotter things was than it, that. Was it also? He this was just showing his uh, his ineptitude, I would yeah, say. Yeah, I was going to say. I, he's done hotter things than this. I wouldn't call this a particularly thirsty scene. It was just like he's standing in front of a bar of a drawer and then starts hot wiring it with a couple of wires. <laughs> That that wasn't it didn't get my uh juices flowing. My chiz flowing. <laughs> Juice chiz flowing. <laughs> well, on that note Oh god. On that note. I think we've all we've all had <laughs> mental images we'd like to scrub from our brains. So let's go off and do that now. That is it for this Mandalorian season three, episode one spoiler special. Uh I hope you've enjoyed some of it. <laughs> It doesn't seem we likely. Had a blast. Listen, I have I have missed this intensely, and uh, I'm so glad the show is back, and I'm so glad these weekly episodes are back, and it gives me a chance to unload a new people, not like that, uh, which which is which is great, and uh, I've enjoyed it. I've enjoyed it, and I enjoyed the episode. So fuck you. <laughs> so if you enjoyed too. the episode, my, there we go. My first Star Wars Mandal pod. Thanks, guys. There we go. Even if we did lose the run of ourselves. <laughs> At the beginning. And the middle end. Let's be honest, the end. That's about the end, the better. But apart from that, it was a, it was a pretty solid ep. Uh, anyway, join us next week. Uh, we're back for episode two, and it's going to be a lot of fun. Maybe Ben will be alive by that mm. point. So we shall see what happens. But uh, anyway, until we meet again, it is goodbye from Sophie Butcher. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. It is goodbye from <laughs> James Dyer. It's really good. This is the way. <laughs> <clears throat> oh dear I love it so much that's the way out James this is the way <laughs> over out. there the door yeah don't let the door hit you on the ass <laughs> uh, anyway it's goodbye from me as well uh, pirate captain <laughs> Bobby oh, Jizz signing off one last time <laughs> you better start believing in Mandalorian spoiler specials Miss Butcher <laughs> oh <Lauren> god <laughs> please no Thanks for listening. See you next week. Goodbye.